All right, I'm recording. Already? I'm not here by myself. Yeah, but nobody else is here. There's no... I need, like, a stand. Where is the stand? Where's Peter gonna sit? All right, you're drinking truly poolside. Right. What flavors? Oh, strawberry, melon. It's a strawberry, melon, fizz, orange, peach, fizz, kiwi, mojito style, and pina colada. All right, I might have to try some of those. Okay, right. uh, pina, let me try that pina colada. I think uh, pina colada. There okay. Go. All right, I've never had a truly I enjoy. I'm always trying new flavors. Orange, peach. Ah, hey, this one's pretty good. Yeah. Hmm. There you go. I can get behind that pina colada. I'll save those. There's two more. I'm very disappointed though in this backwoods. Banana backwoods. Ooh, I get I get very subtle banana like limited release. Okay. Like most of the backwoods have like that sugar that sugary taste to them, but these do not. There is a a, a very hint. Very subtle hint of banana, but I smelled it when you lit up earlier. Yeah, you can smell it when yeah. you smell it directly, but I mean, I'm not getting a taste of banana. Oh, I'm very disappointed. These in the fridge. And Garcia's missing out. <laughs> All right, we're doing Revelation two. I'm gonna just talk until Peter comes over here. What happened to Peter? Oh, actually, this one had more had more flavor on it. The first one I had, the first one I had had no flavor. All I taste is a little bit of sugar. All right, I'm drinking a regular Bud, Bud Heavy. I'm drinking Dive Into Flavor Truly Pina Colada. Yes, I'm drinking both at the same time. That's a horrible mishmash. We're doing Revelation 2. We're doing the first of the church, the letters to the churches in Revelation. I'm going to see what Wade and Peter think about this since they're the only other two that joined me. And we drank some great scotch tonight, some great peaty scotch, some of Jason's favorite, which hopefully will make a reprise next week. When I'm gone in San Diego, maybe I should just do a podcast by myself. What? Why? Oh, where where the hell did Peter go? Why does he disappear? He's in the. He was going in the garage when I came oh. out right now. He's taking a long piss, or he's looking for a beer. Yeah, I think he's gonna drink. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I hardly think that Peter's diet is just due to beer, but I will say. Um, and the sugar. The days that I do, I like, I, because I weigh myself every day while I'm doing this mm -hmm. thing. Mm -hmm. The days that I actually do gain weight instead of lose weight are the days when I overdo it with alcohol in general. Well, yeah. Um, Liquid bread. I know, but it, it, it's like, well, it's like that sugar alcohol. The sugar alcohol is what fucks you over. Even if you're like good, even if you're really good and sugar you don't sugar. eat that much, no, don't fucking eat straight, straight up sugar. I'll fuck you up. I'm already fucked up. What do I do? All right, talk some. Hug a bunch yourself while I go take a piss. Yes, sir. Tell me about what. <laughs> tell me about Revelation two. What are your expectations? I expect it to be the one after Revelation one. Yeah. Uh, the one before. Three. Entirely confusing. 
I don't know why you started recording. Why? Yeah, why did you start recording? You might as well just stop the recording. <laughs> oh, inaugural. Hmm? It's the inaugural uh, light. Does it work? Yeah. I mean, let's see. Oh, okay. That's cool. Hmm. I bought it because I thought Meadows was bringing those pipes in it. Mm-hmm. And then as soon as it got delivered, I go, wait a minute. This is not going to work. Mm-hmm. But whatever. Yeah. Well, it'll do the job. Yeah. What is that, butane? No, electricity. You just charge it. Really? That's cool. Yeah. Comes with a little USB-C. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. You have to redo the lid every seven seconds. It, it right, has a kill switch if you leave it open so you don't burn the house down. Cheeto, oh shit, <laughs> flaming hot Cheeto fries. And flaming hot. Yeah, what were you saying about carbs and shit? No, I'm trying to tempt you guys. Limon crunchy Cheetos. Wait, what? Flaming hot Cheeto fries, baby. Yeah, let's eat that shit. No, I'd, oh. rather, I'd rather eat Cheetos. <laughs> so what this? do you think of the banana shit? What is this? Banana backwoods. Why does it look different? Those are the oh, fries. Like Those are good. Those are fries. I'm not going to eat either Dang one. It. Nice try, though. Mm. <laughs> you know you want to try one. See, I just don't like Flamin' Hots. So. Yeah, I don't, like, I don't like either I don't, of those. I don't actually really? like the flavors. Yeah, so. I can't stand them. Oh, I love that shit. I can't stand them. Why? What? You like spicy shit. Yeah, that's but that's spicy. not spicy. That's like insanity. No, it's not that spicy. You like the you like spicy shit like way like the yeah, serrano but it peppers, has flavorful spicy stuff. That is not flavorful. That's just torture. It's flavor. No, 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 no. That stuff's flavorful. Uh, um, like ghost pepper shit. Ghost pepper shit. Ghost is, pepper shit is torture. Is just pain. It's just like the only flavor is pain. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but it's people, true. but people love it. Um, my favorite is scorpion pepper. Because scorpion pepper, it comes on slow, but it, it like, um, has, like, a lasting, it has a lasting heat to it that oh kind of, like, slow cl- burn? It kinda, it's a slow burn, but it's a, gr- a slow burn that grows. So and so you more. feel, you feel it, you feel the growth, you feel the growth inside you. Uh, no wonder you like it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's definitely its own unique experience. Oh, man. I don't want no, he's talking. He's talking about the Serrano peppers. So anytime we Serrano peppers, dude. Anytime we had tacos um, for uh, worship practice at our house, I would unwittingly pick out the hottest yeah. Serranos in the pile. Let's see which one has the most seeds. Well, yeah. yeah. Let's ask well, Peter. It's not just yeah. the seeds. It's just like it's and whatever the only, batch they come from. Because the only one that didn't have a problem was. Uh, Blong. Blong, yeah, has no issue. He had no issue. Because he grew up eating Asian peppers. Yeah. Those Asian mong peppers are, are the same. Those little tiny red yeah. ones, those will fuck you up, man. Yeah. Um, they, they're fucking painful. Like, mm. uh, like a lot of it is just, like, pure pain. Like, it's sadism. Well, that's why they're so small, because you only put a little bit in. Yeah, but but mong, mongs will eat them. Um, they'll eat them like candy. Well, they didn't have a choice. Yeah. <laughs> they're like, is this or starve? Well, yeah. I don't know. I mean, there might be something to, like, the whole, like, tongue 
like the amount of like taste buds you have or whatever. Um, sure. There's some kind of genetic but, biological. But if you give Long a beer, he would flush um, right away. Yes, he couldn't handle. He could not handle even a light handle, beer. Yeah, he couldn't. He couldn't handle, couldn't a, handle light a light beer. beer. He would turn. He would turn red. He would be feel like shit. Um, but that's Asian flush. Yeah. Yeah. They can they can handle their heat, but they can't handle their their alcohol. Yeah. My own boss, Eddie. You give him any any alcohol, just red and like sweating. Yeah, he's Asian. Oh. Yeah. Well, some like it's Irish true. and Scottish people are like that too. Yeah. Some of those gingers, they can't handle their <coughs> alcohol. They can't handle their liquor. Yeah. Remember, Colin, Colin would throw up if he'd had like three beers. He would have three he beers. Know, Becky still brings that up. He'd that be puking night. his guts out. Yeah. Um, so we all went to Tioga Sequoia. Because me, Long, and Josh, or me, Josh, and, um, and Colin, mm-hmm. we were gonna go to the soccer game because it was when they started the soccer at, at uh, yeah at the Grizzly Stadium. Grizzly Stadium. And uh, we were gonna the go. Was back when the Fresno Fuego was in Fresno Zorro. Nick and everybody just ditched us, so we just we sat there and drank at Tioga all night. Yep. And played games and stuff. It's yeah, better than the soccer game. And then we get we get back. We take an Uber back to my house. We took an Uber back, right? Uh, yeah, I think we did. We took yeah. an Uber back to my... Well, we were all toasted. But we took Uber back to well, my I mean, house. I was okay enough to drive home after and then, that. Yeah, so but we still hung bad. out on the couch for a while. Yeah, but not that and long. And then Colin and I fell asleep. He went home. Colin I went home asleep. and Colin, like, fucking... And then Colin just got up, went to our brand new Went sink. to the sink. Brand new Brand kitchen new, sink. like, the kitchen was all remodeled. Brand new like, kitchen the sink. The week before. Just... The week before, it was completely done and remodeled. He and goes in there and he just like destroys it. And yeah. like it was Tioga Tioga Sequoia yeah. beer. It was not anything yeah. like what we weren't drinking like quadruple like quads. We weren't drinking Belgian quads. We were drinking like we were middle speaking. of the road. We were drinking like middle of the road IPAs. We were drinking this shit. Is what yeah, we, we weren't drinking anything special. Yeah. And he, like he had he he had like three twelve ounce beers, yeah. and he could not handle it. Yeah. But he was little. John, I mean, you and I probably had a six pack easy. Mm, no, no, I, there's no way I had more than four. Yeah, but I was drinking the heavier stuff, the higher. Oh yeah, stuff. oh that's right. We were we were really into the uh, the stouts. Yeah, we were. That yeah, point. that's when we were still into the stouts. Dude, yeah. oh the Toyo- dude, the when the Tioga stouts were flowing, those were some of the best times. Mm. Those are the best. Oh no, beers. that was when they still had cafe. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, cafe tamarack. Cafe tamarack. Oh my uh, god, the best beer they ever. They made. had great beer. Those are the glory days. Those yeah. are the glory days of Tioga. They've now quickly, they're just quickly turned. Yeah, whatever. Because they they're just like trying to cater to the, the female crowd. Well, I mean, I don't blame them because they're trying to get the most for their money and. Yeah, that's well, they're doing better. Shit. They're doing better than um, House of Pendragon. Ugh, yeah, which is garbage. There's a lot of breweries that just couldn't figure it out. Um, Full Circle's doing pretty good. Full Circle's doing good because they're kind of they're kind of trying to evolve with the culture. I think Pin, the 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 downfall of Pendragon was when they tried to go do too much too fast. When they Pendragon, opened that tap house, when they opened that yeah, tap house, that's Pendragon were just, just like yeah. a bunch of trend whores. Like they yeah. they just like tried to read the room or 
they were t they were cutting corners too, according to Mike. Well, according Mike, to Mike, they Mike were cutting they were cutting all the corners. They were just trying to get the most out of their the expenses that they could. Um, what? Making shitty beer. Those things like they always go viral. What do you? Blind back up. So what? What do you think of the banana? Do you get any banana? It's very subtle, right? If anything, it's very subtle. Yeah, it's very subtle. All right, Revelation two. Did you guys read it? Tell me about it. I did. Don't have it memorized. Well, it's basically. I have it essentially to all the memorized. Churches saying how they fucked up. So it's a it's a letter to the first like four of seven churches, right? Like, I think three you're, you're or doing, three. Three you're of doing seven, okay, but this seven. is where you're fucking up. Yep. Yeah, much. yeah, yeah. And there's a pattern. There's a pattern where it's like, it's, um, Jesus is Jesus talking, right? And he's saying all the things that they did right, but then he's saying the things they did wrong too. And in all the examples, they bring up Old Testament uh, characters and Old Testament um, paradigms or whatever you want to call it stuff from the old testament different and different epochs of the old testament should we just read it yeah sure i mean we can read it all right i'm just gonna go and you tell me when to stop i don't know if you want to do just do paragraphs just do, just do one church. paragraph at a time or one for one church at a time yeah, yeah I mean, church one time. church is one two two paragraphs well i mean each verse looks like a paragraph on my phone. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Well, it says like the letter to. Yeah, there's Ephesus. Ephesus is the first right, you, one, you guys right? just chime in when you want me to stop. All, All right. right. Oh, put this down here. Unto the angel of the church of Ephesus, write: These things saith he that that holdeth the seven stars in his right hand, who walketh. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. <laughs> what? That is King James. That's no, King James. No, it's not King James. If you say F, F then it's suddenly King James. F? I don't think, I think I'm it's... reading the NIV, so... Yeah, I read NIV. It's so. completely different. Fine, I will... Read NIV. Well, I already Peter, read you it. read so it. I read it. Well, read right. it out loud or give it to me, I'll read it. You want to do NIV or NIV? Do NIV. NIV? Okay. NIV is what I read it in. To the Church of Ephesus. To the angel of the Church of Ephesus, write. There are the words of him who holds the seven stars in his right hand and walks among the seven golden lampstands. I know your deeds, your hard work, and your perseverance. I know that you cannot tolerate wicked people, that you have tested those who claim to be apostles and are not, and have found them false. You may, you have preserved and have endured hardships for my name and have not grown weary. Yet, I hold this against you. You have forsaken the love you had at first. Consider how far you have fallen. Hmm. Repent and do the things you did at first. If you do not repent, I will come to you and remove your lampstand from this place. But you have this in your favor. You hate the practices of the Nicolaitans. Right? Yeah, Nicolaitans. or Nicolaitans, whatever. Uh, which I also hate. Whoever has ears, let them hear that the Spirit says to the churches, To the one who is victorious, I will give the right to eat from the tree of life, which is the paradise of God. Yeah. 
Okay, stop there. So the tree of life, which is the paradise of God, that's obviously a reference to yeah, the Garden of Eden. And then, um, so Jesus is talking to the church in Ephesus. He's saying, what did they do right? Hold on. Rewind. Oh, now you want me to get it out. You cannot tolerate wicked people that you have tested those who claim to be apostles, but are right. not. Yeah, that's pretty good. Um, so they weren't, they were intolerant of false prophets. That's the one thing they did right. And then one thing they did wrong was they lost sight of their first love or something like that. Or they, uh, yeah. the, was it? But this is a letter that, that they wrote to the seven churches in, in Asia, right? Paul wrote uh, no, no, no. This is Jesus. This is um, v, through Paul. John. No, John. Oh, through John. Sorry. Through John. John is seeing a vision, and the vision is Jesus speaking to the churches, right? So the thing they did right was recognize false prophets. The thing they did wrong was lose their first love, and then he says he's going to remove their lampstand what does that mean they're standing with god what do you think Wade? what was the lampstand in the first chapter because the the, the, the lampstand was symbolic for there, was, there were seven candles and there were seven yep uh seven something but it was for the seven yeah, churches seven angels right seven yeah angels seven lampstands yeah seven churches seven angels yeah for the for the big churches in, in yeah. So what does it mean to remove their lampstand? So like the church remove, is standing. You're going to remove you're God from church? The church. Yeah. You're, you're going to remove the church as being the church. Because they lost, what is it? They lost their first love? Yeah. What Which does that mean? Confusing. Yeah, that, I don't know. I mean, maybe, maybe they... I. To me, I mean, if I had to guess, I would say they lost. They can't. They got too full of themselves, and they could tell false prophets, but they can't, they lost sight of who the true prophet was. They lost sight mm -hmm. of Jesus. Yeah. Um, and what Jesus stood for, and then they yeah they thought they were the judge and judge, jury, and ex well, executioner, but they could determine who was the false prophet and yeah in their own right in their own terms instead of the Jesus' terms right if that makes sense oh. well I mean just try to try to relate it to our church today you know does our or do churches in America today do churches in America today recognize false prophets no, see, this doesn't say. So, uh, this is why I like that there's different translations. This doesn't say yeah. anything about being intolerant of. Uh, what would you say? Uh, of false prophets. False prophets. What does it say? Uh, it says, "I know thy works and thy labor and thy patience, and how thou canst not bear them which are evil, mm -hmm. and thou hast tried them which say they are apostles and are not, yeah. and has found them liars." Yeah, so false say, apostles. Yeah, it but it doesn't say anything about being intolerant of them. It says you're not putting up with liars. Yeah, that's the same thing, more or yeah. less, isn't it? 
well, in, they're saying they're saying there's people that are pretending to be apostles, but they're not actually apostles. Yeah, but that's not being intolerant of of false prophets. You're not putting up with their lies. Well, it has nothing to do with it's being intolerant. I think it's it has the same everything thing. to do with calling them out for being false prophets. Yeah, if you're intentionally lying, sure. Yeah, I mean, you're not gonna stone them and okay, run them yeah, out of town. That's, that's fair. Yeah, but you're gonna call them on their shit. Like a, a, a yeah. A, of someone who's willfully lying. I can see. Yeah. I can see pretty clearly how they would make those equivalencies. Yeah. Right. That's fair enough. Um, if you're if you're lying, you're being a false prophet. You're lying. Don't don't tolerate that. Yeah. Or you're pretending to be an apostle and you're now, not an apostle. Now back then, they probably would have thrown out of town. <laughs> or you're you're pretending to speak with the authority that the same yeah. authority that the apostle spoke with. That's true. Right. That's right. That's basically a false prophet, right? Yeah. I mean, what is a false prophet? A false prophet is somebody that prophesies something false. Yeah. It just so you're telling something that is true mind. that is not actually true. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, and you're saying it with the authority of the apostles, right? Yeah. Yeah, you're right. I'm good with that. Yeah. So, it's interesting, though, that this church recognized that, but... Jesus still had an issue with them, even though they were correctly recognizing that the Nicolaitans or whatever, Nicolaitans, Nicolaitans, I don't know. When, yeah, Nicolaitans when I did, the best interpretation. When I did uh, some reading into that, from what I found out is the Nicolaitans, nobody knows anything about who this group was other than what it says in this passage. So there's no like historical. It's their only appearance anywhere. Yeah. Hmm. All we know is that they participated in whatever practices they said in this passage. So they were essentially false prophets. Yeah. Or promoted false prophets. So so Jesus commands this church for hating what he hates, which is. False prophets. Yeah. So it's interesting to see this value because we're seeing we're getting a value judgment, right? On this is what God, this is what Jesus commands the church for, and this is what Jesus does not like in the church, right? And not only that, but he Jesus will stop the church from being a church. He'll take away their lampstand. Right, if they don't change, which was forgetting, forgetting their first love. Is that it? Yeah, you forsaken, forsaken uh, your first the love, love you had at first. Yeah, I mean that to me is hard to grasp, right? Yeah, nevertheless, I have somewhat against thee because thou hast left thy first love. So on one hand they I mean, have been faithful. On one hand they've been faithful in, tar- in uh, recognizing the false prophets and rejecting the false prophets, but on the other hand, they've also forgotten. What? Why? What in our words, in our first contemporary love. words, what does that mean? The first, their, first love. Well, I to me that says they forgot why they were doing what they were doing. Mm-hmm. They're good at yeah. what they do, but they don't. They don't yeah. They forgot why they were yeah. doing it. Yeah, yeah. So they're good at, at recognizing false prophecy, but they were bad at 
forgetting why. Yeah. Uh, they, they, they follow directions, but they, they miss the spirit of the thing. So they're good at condemning evil where evil was, right? But they're bad at knowing why to, to condemn evil in the first place. Does that, I mean, does that ring true to our to church today, to our church? Uh, there's always some the modern, cases, yeah. There's American always church going through the motions, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, you could argue that's essentially the Catholic Church is just going through the motions. Well, even the Protestant Church, right? I mean, you have. Yeah, you just do it. Um, do you really know why? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, Pastor Nick is very reluctant to talk shit about like uh, you know these weirdos like uh, celebration. Yeah, well, no, the, like uh, the ones I always bring up, like Joyce Meyer and uh, uh, who's the other rich guy that's from Texas. Oh, uh, you know, like the the. Uh, I can't remember now. Yeah, but yeah, I know you're not. What's his name? Yeah. I mean, I'm not reluctant to say those guys are. I mean, you can call them out problems. in private, but do you really want to do it in public? That's yeah. the problem. I mean, I, I have no, like, status or anything, so or power or anything, so I have no problem. I mean, you can call no out problem. actions without saying the name. Um, what's his name? Joel Osteen. Joel, Joel Osteen. Osteen, yeah. I have no problem. I have no qualms call, saying that he's a heretic. And well, he's, he's the a, exception to the rule. <laughs> why? Why? Well, okay, okay. He's Not just the like except, Joyce okay, Maybe that's a, oh, the wrong and, um, turn of phrase, but... If you, there's a fine line as a church leader. Yeah, but what for calling out? What's that HBO show? The uh, the righteous righteous Simpsons. Like they're just righteous Simpsons guys, right? Yeah, they're just they're in that's it for true. the money. That's a Joel Osteen. Yeah, the show was based on Joel. Yeah, Osteen. they're I mean, in it for the honest. money. Yeah, these are just these are yeah. figureheads that are in it for the money. Yeah, they're not. You know, I have no problem calling. Although them I've only watched okay, so I've only watched the first half of the first season. But it seems to me like in the show, and this is purely I've seen just the, whole show. the show. I've seen the whole show. Just the show. It seems to me like John Goodman's character was in it for the right reasons and then somehow got lost along the way. But his kids are entirely in it for the money. Yeah. yeah. Well, he was in it for the wrong reasons, too. He was in it for the wife. Yeah. The wife was in it for the right reasons. Yeah. When she died. Yeah. Oh really? Okay. Yeah. yeah. Again, I've watched the first half of the first season, so I don't. It's entertaining. Well, Danny, I mean, Danny McBride's it's always a joke. Oh, I the love whole show is a comedy. comedy. Like, that's why I posted that close to that picture with when Nick like asked for prayers. I posted the picture of Danny McBride. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, so I saw that. <laughs> that was so great. No, I mean the whole show. It's a comedy because because it's like there's actually people that exist like that in real yeah. life. That was like that's that was what makes it so funny. In the 90s. Well, I mean, even now, even now in certain areas of, of America, where, you know, that, that, that's what Christianity is. Oh, I know. Well, what, what was the, um, the newest documentary about the, um, mm-hmm. uh, Hillsong. Hillsong. Yeah, Hillsong is in exactly fucking, like that. what's his face? The, who's the, but the they're Australian, bag? aren't they? The douchebag Australian, uh, no, yeah. the douchebag celebrity, what's his name? I um, don't know. Hillsong. 
I didn't watch that documentary, but uh, the singer who's the um, who's the pop singer that got oh, in um, deep with him. There's a bunch uh, of them. I don't know. I don't know the names. Uh, God, I'm bad. Justin Bieber. Yeah. Justin Bieber. Okay. Yeah. Like that, that was just like. Well, Justin Who Bieber, didn't see that one coming? Justin Bieber is is like going, um, like he has some kind of weird disease now. He's got like um, paralysis in yeah. his face. Yeah. Like, uh, what? Yeah, he's yeah. like, My yeah. coworker was texting me about he, lo- he lost like motor control over his eye and shit. Yeah, um, yeah well, he's got some crazy disease. Because he made up all Ra- that shit about Ra- Hillsong. Ramsey Hunt syndrome. Yeah. I mean, it makes sense. So well, most were, of those the reason it came up is because my coworker sent me that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I saw that. <laughs> That's God's punishment That's for falling in with Hillsong. There you go. Well, he was dating uh, one of uh, Stephen Baldwin's daughters. Stephen Baldwin's daughter is like a famous Christian celebrity, too. And Didn't so, they get married? He got married. Yeah, he got married. Like, That's right. He got They got married, yeah. yeah. Uh, Stephen Baldwin is an interesting character too. He is. He's a conundrum. Um, so anyway, I mean, he, our ability as in general in the evangelical church in general, the evangelical church's ability to recognize false prophets is not that good, because every day you see new celebrities being like shown for what hypocrites they are, right? Mm-hmm. And, on the other hand... Well, is it, is it that they're not good at recognizing it, or is it that just like, okay, so-and-so celebrity pops up and says, oh, I'm a Christian, and then the church is like, okay, cool, we'll take you, but they're yeah. not going to say, no, we don't... Show me your bona fides. They're not going to sit there and call out random celeb. Yeah. And put them on blast. It's just... it's They... Accept them with open arms, and then they make us look bad. Yep. Yeah. Well, I mean, Donald Trump saying he's Presbyterian. Um, Joe Biden's Joe Biden's Catholic. He's Catholic. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Exactly. These guys are not ex- good examples. I'm turning this light on. Yep. I'll take another one. Anybody? Yep. Yes. Yes. What do you want? Let's try to turn this on. Give me one of these. What is it? Sherman. Oh, it's in the... Uh, wow, the light doesn't even work? It's in the the other cooler. Dude, the light doesn't even work. Seriously? Yeah. So we lost power to this fan and the light. Ah, oh, shit. Yeah, he needs that. to have that fixed. That's garbage. Let's see what you're doing. That one on at least. Is it the fan, though, or is it the... I mean, we can move. It's the whole power. It's not just the fan. It's the whole power. Hopefully well, the question is, is, is it the fan or is it just the unit? Alright, let's move, let's move over here where we have light. We have plenty of light. Yeah, over here. And we have plenty of light yeah, right here. Shit, this light's not working either. So, we got plenty of light over there, too, though. We got plenty of light right here. I don't yeah, know. that's true. What do you need? I could survive in mostly darkness. All right. I'll read the, the next section. I'm going to go pee. 
Well, then you should stop or recording. You guys read it. You guys read the next section. I'm not reading nothing. Don't read it in King James. Yep, KJV coming yeah. up. Go for it. Yeah. You you read it in King James. I'm I don't. Re- I'm I don't, not reading. I don't King think it's, James. I hate King James. I don't. I'm okay. I don't think it's King James though. I think it's like NSV. But. Really? Yeah. I like ESV is is my favorite. Where'd you leave off? Um. So I read the first church. So the second church was. Oh, um, okay. All right. I, I, uh, S- Smyrna. Smyrna, yeah. Yeah, verse 8. Yep. And unto the angel of the church in Smyrna write, These things saith the first and the last, which was dead and is alive. I know thy works in tribulation and poverty, but thou art rich. And I know the blasphemy of them, which say they are Jews and are not, but are the synagogue of Satan. For none of those things which thou shalt suffer. Behold, the devil shall cast some of you into prison, that ye may be tried, and ye shall have tribulation ten days. Be thou faithful unto death, and I will give thee a crown of life. He that hath an ear, let him hear what the church saith unto the churches, or what the Spirit saith unto the churches. He that overcometh shall not be hurt of the second death. Uh, yeah, that'll do it. That's one church. Yeah. The next one's Pergamos. This one's. Pergamos. Pergamos. Yeah, it's uh, cryptic. So, what was the good thing and what was the bad thing? Your afflictions and your poverty, that you are rich. They're poor. They're, uh, so, it's a poor community. Yeah. But they are rich because they're a community. Mm-hmm. And what was the bad thing? Uh, the devil will cast you into prison. You'll be tried. You'll have tribulation for ten days. Be faithful unto death, and I will give thee a crown of life. Ah, yeah. That's a good thing to talk about. The crown of life. So, so this is basically a persecuted yeah, church. Yeah, this is a persecuted church that Jesus is talking to. That, um... Uh, did he get into? Did he get into the um, like uh, conforming to the culture type thing, or not? Or is that in the next one? Uh, I don't ring a bell. No. I think it's okay. Up. Whoever has ears, let them hear. And the Spirit says to the churches, "The one who is victorious will not be hurt at all, but the second death." Yeah. Or by the second death. Sorry. Yeah, and then there's a whole crown of. Life. So when the it'll be gifted the crown of life if you persevere. Yeah, be faithful unto death, and I will give thee a crown of life. What does that mean? Be faithful unto death. So they're being pers- persecuted. If they're faithful, then God will give them the, the crown of life. Yeah, clearly I mean, it's it's a after life because if you're it can't if be you're faithful to death, then you can't be given. So life. yeah, if you're persecuted to death. Yeah, but Jesus, I mean, this is not. In a way, if you read it in one way, it cannot be consistent with the rest of the Bible, which is saying that if you do this, then God will give you salvation, right? That's not consistent with the rest of the Bible. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it can't be talking about salvation when it talks about the crown of life. Well, from what I understand, so from listening to you guys, it's always been if you're faithful, if you have faith, yeah, 
then you are saved. Yes. So that's what I'm reading here. Mm-hmm. Be yeah. faithful unto death, and I will give thee a crown of life. Yeah. So but who, get, who gives us faith? God gives us faith. I don't see it as a quid pro quo. Yeah. It's not. I don't think so either. It wouldn't be it wouldn't be consistent with the rest of scripture, right? If he was saying that uh, he's we basically have he's be, saying, I know you've been persecuted, but hang in there, you'll you'll end up winning in the end. Yeah. I don't think it's a quid pro quo. No. Which no. but that's what you started to say. Yeah, yeah. I mean it's something it's not you a think per, about. quid pro quo. It is like, I know you've been persecuted, but... If it was a quid pro quo, it would be completely um, in the opposite direction of the rest of the Bible, telling us that God saves us not because of something we do, but because of something that he does for us. Right, right. Right. So it can't be that. So what the crown of life has to be something else it has to be well, the crown of life basically I, well to me it says just hang in there it'll be worth it in the end it's pretty much well the crown of life has got to be afterlife though right yeah because if you're if you're faithful until death then you have to die we're not getting brought back to life so the crown of life has to be an afterlife crown yeah so what is a crown what does a crown represent uh Royalty. Only kings, only kings and queens. Yeah, royalty. Wear, royalty, yeah. Royalty wears crowns. Uh, um, so rulers, right? So the crown of life has to be so somebody you'll be, that... You'll, you'll rule over life, you'll be king over life. Yeah. Somebody that has control over the situation. That's the way I see it. But still wouldn't be us in control of our life, though. Yeah. But to this, the first audience, right? To the first audience that was hearing this or reading this, maybe that meant something different than what we would think it means. Well, that's what we're trying to figure out. Well, the, the last sentence is the one who is victorious will not be hurt at all by the second death. Right. So the yeah. resurrection. I mean, that seems to suggest that they were being persecuted, right? That they were being killed. So they will beliefs. be persecuted. Yeah. They will be put to death. Yeah. But when the resurrection happens, they'll be top of the list. Yeah. He, he that hath an ear, let him hear what the Spirit saith unto the churches. He that overcometh shall not be hurt of the second death. So they may go to hell for a time. But no. Well, so no, be hurt of that's the second not right death. either. So what's the second death? Yeah, what is the second death? The second death... I think the second death is hell. Is hell. It is eternal, oh, eternal you, separation. You won't hell. be hurt. So essentially, they're in purgatory um, till the rapture. Well, I'm well, not. you won't be hurt of the second death. So, like, you're not going to hell. 
you if you overcome. Well, the second death would essentially be ra- the rapture. Why? What? Why are you? Where are you reading in rapture into this? Well, the second death is, um, you die, you go into the ground, and then when the rapture happens, everybody goes to heaven. I don't know. I no. The first death. First death would be to the abode of the dead, right? Which is what we talked about. Purgatory. Not purgatory. Purgatory is a Catholic idea. Well, unless you watch Supernatural. No, purgatory is a Catholic or a post-Catholic idea, okay? So Supernatural got it from Catholic theology, right? But um, Catholic theology and purgatory didn't even exist until hundreds of years after this, when it was written. Uh, um, so the first death would be the place, the abode of the dead, right? The second death would be eternal, eternal punishment, eternal death, right? So hell, right? Where are you drawing this from? This, this is not Revelation. This no, is... I mean this is this is Jewish theology, okay. Hebraic. This is Hebraic concepts of death, right? Okay. Uh, um, and also Greek, um, but Greek by the way of Hebrew. Uh, um, so you have Sheol, that's the first death, right? That's just the abode of the dead. And then you have the eternal death, right? The second death. So it, in the case of hell, it would be eternal separation from God. In the case of heaven, it would be eternal um, relationship with God. Eternal companion with God. So basically... The boat. Moonlight. The river sticks. Yeah, the river sticks. Yeah. No, the river sticks is the abode of the dead. Right. Yeah. But then beyond the abode of the dead, where the river sticks takes you. Yeah, Quran ferries you across the river sticks. Yes. Yeah. No. To the, the eternal fields. punishment. The fields. The fields of Elysium. Yeah. So the second death is the eternal punishment. Eternal hell, right? <laughs> eternal separation from God. <laughs> Okay. Okay. That makes sense. So yeah, if you overcome, you just uh, got to put it in comic. Well, like the like in the uh, the Apostles' Creed, the Apostles' Creed, which we read on Sunday, um, like he's, it says, Jesus descended into hell. That's not theologically accurate. Um, in the original language, the abode like hell just meant Sheol. It meant the abode of the dead. So Jesus descended into the dead. That means he was completely dead. It doesn't mean that he descended into hell. Hell is something beyond death. It's eternal separation from God. Mm -hmm. So when we say he descended into hell, that's not correct. The the Apostles' Creed, that that English translation of the Apostles' Creed is incorrect. The one that we read in church? I was wondering about that. It's just stupid. I hate it. I hate it because we are not being authentic to the original language we are we are rereading into that language and we're saying that so why don't we change it? that well that a lot of translations have a lot of translations okay, have does something needs to we tell me this it, before i create the slides on sunday well it's when nick. somebody brings me yeah, it's pastor the last nick. minute yeah. pastor nick needs to needs to clarify that every time i think in my opinion 
he needs to clarify that that when we say he descended into hell we don't actually mean he descended into hell because if we did mean that that would mean that jesus was separated from the father and that's not theologically impossible. accurate yeah. it's impossible uh um what we mean is that he was completely dead that he wasn't half dead or mostly dead right he, he was completely dead bodily dead right his human his humanity dead. was completely dead that's what we mean and so we never specify that when we read it in church so that's why we have this small group that's why we have podcasts so that we can clarify this kind of stuff because the pastors won't do it um anyway what were we talking about that was uh, church number two. Yeah, let's yep. go on. Well, then we did, Speaking did of second, which, second dad, well, on that dad. same issue, though, Becky does have an issue with the whole... Mm, God, dude. What is it? Mary, is it Mary Magdalene? Yeah. Being a, pro, a prostitute? Yeah. Yeah. There's no evidence to that. But yeah, well, there's something in the liturgy that... When you mean, that. It depends what you mean by prostitute, because prostitute back then meant something different than what it means now. Really? So if you're... Yeah, I mean, if you're thinking about... Sell your body. Obviously, there's a different culture that existed when Jesus was alive than a culture that exists now. It's so it's not exactly the same. There's not exactly the same cultural um, reference, right? So what's the difference? Um, what was a prostitute then that is not now? Like a, pro- a prostitute then could have just generally, it generally applied to a woman that was not married, that was um, engaged in some kind of sinful behavior, right? So it didn't mean that. Uh, that you sold yourself. Yeah, it didn't mean that they were actually Rexon. like were sexually. <laughs> Selling themselves or anything, it just meant. Yeah, it could have covered. It could have covered a lots of different scenarios. Okay, okay, fair enough. Okay, you're you're an, not even an adulteress. You're just a slut. Yeah, I mean, not even a slut. Like you could have just you just would have not. You would have been condemned by the current culture, right? For whatever reason. Okay. All right. The 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 current. Jewish Jewish culture would have looked down on you for some for one or another reason. Okay. Which she could have totally been a super slut and uh, (laughs) you know sex with two guys. I mean, it doesn't matter. It doesn't really matter. (laughs) If Becky has an issue, it's because she has an issue with contemporary culture. Um, As a modern feminist, is her issue. Because Becky's a modern feminist. She's got this thing about that there's there's no direct evidence that that, that she was a prostitute. What? Who cares? Maybe it wasn't Mary Magdalene. Maybe it was the um, the one at the well. Um, if you read if you read the Bible in the context of mo- of modern feminism. You're not reading the Bible in the proper context, anyway, and you're not understanding so, the original intent. The, my point um, is, like, it's an issue, and now it's an issue with Griffin, and what? I'm tired of hearing it. 
I'm just airing this grievance out here because... No, 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 no. Dude, ever, when I was in high school, there were girls that had, that, uh, I would run into girls that hated Christianity because Christianity was sexist, right? And, uh, um... Yeah, the people who say that don't know anything about Christianity. Well, I mean, yeah, I mean, they're, they're making, they're making modern culture their absolute authority and if modern culture decides what is right and what is wrong when you read the bible in that light of course it's going to be backward and horrible and um, treat women like second class citizens but if you actually know anything about history if you actually investigate history yourself if these modern feminists actually look at history objectively they're going to find out that throughout history, there have always been men that have defended the rights of women and that have uh, um, acknowledged women as equal, you know, and... Uh, um, women were equal from Genesis. Mm-hmm. And, and the, 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 the people who, who have, like, this, this feminist bent and abhor the Bible. It's because there were they, they read the Bible and they say, okay, this person treated this woman badly, and that's just how they how the culture was at the time. But that's not a reflection on the Bible. Yeah. That's how people were and are, were and are. Yeah. Well, and but that's not what the Bible says to do. And that that's I mean, just how that people goes back are. To the sixteen nineteen project too. But Christianity, Christianity and Judaism has always um, valued men and women as ontologically equal. Yeah. Yep. And if they're ontologically equal, then all this bullshit that they're bringing into it, uh, um, you know, if you think of like uh, all the women's movement throughout the centuries... Ever since, well, I mean, ever since women had a voice, they're always complaining about some kind of shit. <laughs> I mean, there's always something to complain about. You're no, not matter, wrong, no matter how good we have it. We'll no, always... I, and I don't want the, I don't want to speak for her, but because to be honest, she's read the Bible entirely, and I never have. So yeah, but she's read it in a in a cultural context. So I mean, she's read it in a particular modernist. My point is, I can't speak cultural context. I'm speaking for. I I will take the pleasure to speak for her (laughs) as a modern woman. Do you have any idea how? Oh, I know. I know. She slept. Oh, if she was here, if she was here, this conversation would take a different bend. Yes, but uh, you would you would be knocked the fuck out. Since I'm drunk, since I've had the. Had a drink. Well, I'll share. I'll make sure I share the link with her. Um, <laughs> the time Please stamp, don't. The time stamp. I don't want to be on tape. With the timestamp. <laughs> that's that's, that's forward. No, 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 no. Listen, um, we we have to have a night where we have Becky and Kara yeah. and all the feminine, all the feminists in church. They can all come. Yep. And I can set them. Me and Wayne can set them straight. <laughs> You know that's not gonna happen. Oh God! I mean, you know I would that. love it. You, you know you're all gonna. All right, we're at 51 minutes it. right now. You know I'll do it. No, we would have such a good, good gale time. I'll do it. We would have. I, I, I think it would, I think it would be awesome. Time. And like Kara, um, like 
when I say when I say ridiculous shit in front of Kara, like at least back in the day when we used to hang out at your house, uh, um, she would hear me out, right? And and oh, yeah. people would let me say, well, let me let me speak my mind, oh, yeah. and that's all they need. Mm-hmm. And I honestly, I think that would be, I would think that would be awesome. Game. And that's all, how we all need. All of us just like, like that, dude. If I if we actually did that, like Eddie and Sarah and Randy, they would actually be involved in our our group. I think. Mm-hmm. I think that. that would be awesome. Yeah. Like I, I, I remember it must have been like it was a friendsgiving. I think maybe a couple of years ago, or like a pool party when you just built the pool, like in 2020, 2019. And I remember it was. It was super late and you had gone to bed and it was me and Kara and Becky outside. Oh, you mean when I passed out on the couch? Yeah. Oh god. Yeah. And we were out that there. Was, that, was a, that was a fun night. Yeah, that sounds we were out there I heard about late. it afterwards. We were out there super late just hashing shit out and just talking about whatever. And I wish I had the arguments now that I still have. Like Becky doesn't believe in the right to property. And as soon as she said that I should have said okay give me your phone. Thanks. It's mine now. <laughs> I know. But yeah, Becky. Yeah, uh, I, I, I can't speak for that because I wasn't there. No, I know, I know. <laughs> I was passed out. So. I've had a lot. Of, I've had a lot of in- interactions with them. Um. And my okay. My only my basic argument is that they are viewing everything through the modern lens of contemporary culture, and contemporary culture being their ultimate authority. And I don't view the world through that lens. I, I think I agree. Like, the, the more I learn... But because, because no, I, there's a difference between viewing the world through that lens and viewing the Bible through yeah, that lens. What's worse? you got, you got to differentiate. Cause, because well, I think it's one and the same. You can view the world through that lens, but you cannot view the Bible through that lens. Well, you shouldn't, but you can. People do. Well, you can but you shouldn't. Right. You should view that from as a sort of context of the time. Well, it's like before before I came into the church, I didn't really know much of anything. And I only knew, knew air quotes, kind of what I absorbed through osmosis, through the culture. But then, like, you sit down and you read and you learn stuff and you listen to people, and it's like, it's the exact opposite of what it's portrayed to be. Mm-hmm. Yep. It's, it, it, people treat it like this this sexist, racist, patriarchal, blah, 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 all the isms. Yeah. And it's not. No. It's not. Especially in the historical context. Um, according to it, it's, you know, all of its uh, contemporaries, like the Babylonian culture in the Old Testament, like it was completely revolutionary. Uh, compared to the Greek culture, it was revolutionary. Compared to the Roman culture, it was revolutionary. It was always transformative and revolutionary. And even our, in our contemporary society, it is revolutionary in the opposite way. But yeah, now we've gone too far. Yeah, because we've gone yeah, too far. We've got to take it all back. All right, where are we? Should we stop? Pergamon? Let's stop and start a new recording. One more trip. Yeah, I got a new recording. All right, here we are, part two. All right, give me one of those fiery fries. What are they called? Flaming Hot Cheetos fries. $2. Oh.
That's garbage. The heat will sneak up. That in. is, um... Did you spill my drink? No. That was all you. Bullshit! I just set it down. Dude, I've been sitting here. How would I reach over there? Peter, I need your phone. You see it, right? I think that was already there. Oh, yeah. Something... Ooh, it's all sticky. Oh, nasty. God. Brand new... Oh, my God. Brand new pat patio furniture, Nick Pope. Brand new patio furniture. Your kids already ruined it. Yep. Just straight oh, sticky. Oh, my God. You guys screwed up our furniture. Some of that real sticky, sticky icky. icky. Ooh, -wee. So, ooh -wee. You guys want to go over there and check but, out that? Check out my new house over there? Let's go look. You guys want to go look? Take a field trip. Let's go take a field trip. You're going to record the field recording? trip? Yeah, I'm taking a... Like, well, there's the sprinkler. Wait. No, wait for the sprinkler. Air, 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 air. We'll wait for the sprinkler to go down. Yeah. Here, give me your give me your phone, Peter. I want to read this next uh, section. I No, I'll read it. Thank you. Where? where? I want to read it. I don't trust you with my phone. Why? Are you afraid? Are you afraid I'll see your... Uh, Text no, messages. I'm afraid you'll read some shit that Becky will blame me for What later. chapter are we in? What, uh, what? We, we finished... Uh, um, 12, right? We finished the second church. No, we did to 12. To the angel Pergamos. of the church of Pergabum. Yeah, that. Wait, where is that? Per go. What? Pergamum, right? Like, uh, Pergamum. Verse 12. Verse 12? Yeah, not, not halfway. All right. And to the angel of the church in Pergamos. This is Pergamos. Is that Pergamos or Pergamum? Pergamum. These things say he which hath the sharp sword with two edges, right? What does it say? What does your version say? The double-edged sword. <laughs> I know thy works and These where are the words of him who has the sharp, yeah, double-edged sword. Sharp double-edged sword. I know your works and where you dwell, even where Satan's seat is. And thou holdest fast my name and hast not denied my faith. Even those days wherein Antipas was my faithful martyr, who was slain among you where Satan dwell. But I have a few things against thee. Because you have uh, hold, held the doctrine of Balaam, yes, who taught Balak to cast a stumbling block before the children of Israel, to eat things sacrificed to idols, and to commit fornication. Hast thou also held the doctrine of the Nicolaitans, which things I hate. Repent, or else I will come unto thee quickly. I will fight against them with the sword of my mouth. He that hath an ear, let him hear what the Spirit saith to the churches. To him that overcome, I will give to eat the hidden manna. I will give him a white stone, and the stone a new name written, which no man knows, saving he that receives it. And unto the angel of the church in Thyatira, okay, we'll stop there. All right, so there's a bunch of Old Testament references in that passage, right? There's Balaam. Do you guys know the story of Balaam? Yeah. Old Testament story of Balaam. Um, Balaam was a pagan priest, something like that. Or he was like a witch doctor kind of guy. Um, and he tried to curse the Jews, but... He ran into an angel on the road to where he was supposed to curse the Jews. And an angel um, stopped the donkey that he was riding. And so he was beating the donkey. And the donkey spoke to him. And the donkey said, stop beating me. There's an angel. I'm not going to go any further. 
And what happened was the angel forced Balaam to, instead of curse the Jews, he blessed the Jews, right? Uh, um, later in that part that I read, it talks about manna from heaven, right? Is that right, Peter? No. Yeah, it does. Another works for certain. Oh, to the one who is victorious, I will give him. I will give some of the hidden manna. Yes, some of the hidden manna, and then a white stone. Right. What is that mm -hmm. stuff about? So I mean, obviously, the hidden man. The manna is another reference to the Old Testament. The manna. Exodus. Yeah. Yeah, mm -hmm. and Jesus Christ being the manna from heaven and the bread of life right and the white stone the white stone that's different uh, what's that about I will also give the person a white stone with a new name written on it yep. and only to the one who receives it yeah what do you guys think golem huh golem 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 is the white stone Gracious. Well, no, supernatural. Oh. Uh, he gave he gave them a white stone with a name on it that he gave to a golem, and the golem just killed everybody. Hmm. Uh, is that Jewish theology? Well, the um, golem is Jewish theology. Yeah, I know. Well, what's the white stone? I don't know. I'm just making up shit. I, I don't know. I don't know, but it's obviously like a, there's a bunch of Old Testament um, stuff that he's bringing up. That he's because remember in the first the first church there was like he brought up the Garden of Eden, right, and all that shit. So now he's going back to like the manna from heaven. And he's going to Balaam, the story of Balaam. What's that about? Googling, see what Google has to say about the white stone. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what the white stone means. In the Bible, there's only one reference to God giving us a white stone with a new name. Uh, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. Yeah, 217. Yeah. Meaning of the white stone is a mystery to Bible scholars. However, several interpretations have been offered. In, a, <coughs> in ancient Greece, uh, jury members would cast a white stone to signify an acquittal, as a black stone proclaimed the defendant guilty. Uh, the weakness of this interpretation is that the stones cast in the course did not have names inscribed on them. Hmm. Uh, a small object named a tessera made of wood, stone, or clay or bone conveyed special privileges to its owner. Uh, the ancient Romans used tesserae as tokens of admittance to events in the arena. However, tesserae did not have to be white, and the durability of materials is questionable. Okay. Yeah. Uh, white stone is often used as an amulet or a charm. Uh, however, this is associated with sorcery, so the Audit of the Bible did this. Okay. Uh, another interpretation has to do with the building material used during the time John wrote Revelation. Uh, important buildings were commonly made of white marble, including the Temple of Asclepius in Pergamum, the city yep. of the church. Yeah, okay. Uh, in front of the temple were white marble pillars. Uh, All right. There's a bunch. Yeah, there's more. So we don't know, really know. 
we don't know what we, the white stone meant, but um, the whole part of the ma uh, the mana. I mean, that's an obvious, obvious um, callback, yeah. right, to the Old Testament, mm -hmm. and God, God providing them, you know, sustenance. Um, and what was the sin? What was the sin of this church? They what? Do, 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 do. I have a few they, things against thee. Thou hast there them that hold the doctrine of Balaam. Who Peter, read your version. <laughs> bah! <laughs> you won't be able to understand the King James one. Uh, nevertheless, I have listen. a few things against you. Yeah. There are some among you who hold the teaching of Balaam. Balaam. Yes. Doctrine of Balaam. Balak to entice the Israelites to sin. To cast yeah. a stumbling block before the children they of Israel. They ate yeah. food, sacrificed to idols, yeah. and committed to sexual work. Ah, the there you go, yeah, there you go. things, so sacrificed for, unto idols, and to commit so, so listen, this is the situation. You could have understand that, don't No, but I, I'm just remembering back from what I learned. Um, the situation in the, in the early church was in order for you to conform to the culture, right... You had to take part in the uh, um, religious sacrifices of the day, right? Okay. So, like, uh, um, in order to have, like, a business lunch, right? In order to have a business lunch with your businessmen, you would have to eat meat that was sacrificed to idols, right? Uh, um and so what the Jews of the day and the early Christians of the day were reluctant to do was exactly that. They were reluctant to take part in the feast of the same kind of food, the food that was considered, you know, unholy or uh, um, what do you want to call it? Unkosher, non-kosher, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh because it was food that was sacrificed to idols, so it was like obviously the part of their religion was to eat this dead meat, whatever dead meat sacrificed to idols, right? Mm. And so, if you did not have a business lunch with these people, then you couldn't do business with them, right? And so, what a lot of these early Christians had to they had to face the fact that you know. Um, their whole livelihood, their whole livelihood in their business, like, could have been cut off because the, the uh, pagans that they were dealing with would only do business with them if they engaged in those activities, right? Okay. So they would have to, they would have to make the choice of engaging these activities and neglecting their religion, like, basically doing it just because they need to make money. Or saying, you know, that's not okay. We can't do this. We we have to put our foot down and say this is not right. We're not going to engage in this activities, even if it means loss in business, right? Right. So, what do you guys think? That what if the church did not engage in those activities to make a living? Were they making the correct decision, or were they making the correct decision in deciding not to engage in those activities? Well, 
I guess it's tougher than the old back in those days because they were just kind of getting started. Yeah. And so you had to survive. Yeah. They have a little bit more luxury today of, uh, of being financed and so they can live by their scruples because they have the yeah. money to survive. They're, but they're we principal. have principles, like even today, we have principles which we are not um, adhering to. Yeah, we, we, dis- mm. we have to make a decision whether to go along with the state, right? Or to not go along with the state, like the mask mandates, right? Um, as a private business, private small business, we can reject the mask mandate and say we're not going to go along with this because it's against our personally held beliefs, and that you know, uh, um, if another business decides that it's not beneficial for them to do business with us then we're going to say okay fuck you you're going to go do business with somebody else because we're going to reject this totalitarian government telling us what to do yeah i mean like um, the, the argument for for sticking to your principles is that like okay you can make all the money in the world if you compromise and compromise and compromise but then you know, when when the bill comes due, you've made all these compromises. You haven't stuck to your principles. You haven't lived the life that you know you should. Yeah. And then what then? So yeah. the argument is, you should do it regardless of whatever earthly consequences there are, because it's the right thing to do. Right. <laughs> it's just hard to do. It's 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 yeah. almost it's almost it's like a measurement of faith. Is like. Yeah. Do, I, do I just give the bird to, to everybody on earth and says, do it my way or else? Right. I, this is how I, what I believe I'm going to do it. Yeah. It, it's tough. And there, there had to be early churches in the, the circumstance where if they decided to reject the ways of the culture, that the culture was telling them to do this one thing, to accept transgenderism or whatever. To accept uh, gays as your, if you want a gay priest, right? Um, to include gay priests into your uh, denomination, right? If this is what we have to do to uh, reserve our tax-free status, right? You can see, you can totally see the the connection, right? Where the you have the the uh, the powers that be imposing their beliefs onto the church, right? Yeah. And if you decide to go along with the powers that be and you reject, in, you know, in effect, you reject uh, uh, the powers that be. Who keeps texting on signal? Eddie. Eddie, shut up. <laughs> Warriors won uh, um, the NBA Finals. So, d- Fuck basketball. Basketball I mean, sucks. Steve Kerr. <laughs> Steve Curry sucks. Oh, Steve, Steph Curry's Curry. awesome. Steph, Steph Curry's Curry. awesome. Steph Curry's. Yeah, Steve Curry Whatever. does suck. Basketball Steph Curry sucks. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna text that right now. Basketball All right. Sucks. Nobody cares. So, uh, um, <laughs> so I mean, put yourself in that circumstance. Nobody cares, comma basketball sucks. <laughs> you gotta do the voice chat. 
I mean, put our church, I mean, you can easily put our church in that same circumstance. Um, if Pastor Nick decides to give into uh, whatever you want to call it, like uh, the woke, um, like if he, if he decided that you can marry transgender people, right? Right. Um, he would obviously be giving into the culture, right? Right. And that that I mean that it seems to me in this in this scenario in a revelation that that is exactly the problem like you don't want that if the church just gives into the culture <laughs> giving into the culture is is exactly what's wrong with that yeah. with the with that kind of behavior you don't give into the culture um because more than Likely, the culture is is completely screwed. Yeah, like hard. working in opposition to whatever you're trying to do. Yeah, well, yeah. Right. But it's easier said than done. Yeah. yeah. I agree with you, though. Yeah. Most things are. Yeah, I mean, but um, the argument could be made that this is why a lot of modern day pastors pastors don't want to do do a study in revelation because i mean it's black and white right i mean it's all set out before us it's saying this is right and this is wrong and either you conform to the culture or you conform to god's rule you know you don't do one or the other yeah it's yeah um i I imagine you'll see a lot of churches or just anybody who has quote-unquote like a customer mm mm-hmm that they don't want to alienate anybody, so they take this middle road yep. that doesn't offend anyone. Yeah. But like, as far as the church is concerned, yeah, it's like, sorry, this is how it is. Yeah, it is black and white. Even though people like, uh, well, I mean, a lot of the arguments we got into over the last year between me and Mike Meadows was that things are not black and white. Um, and I would say, yes, they are. <laughs> And he would say, "No, they're not." Am I wrong? Am I wrong here? I've argued with. You I mean, too. this it is why we on, need. This is why we need other guys subject. here. It depends on what it is. I've argued with you a lot too. No, but I feel. I feel like I. No, what I miss are the days between you and uh, Colin. No, it was either me and Colin or me and Mike. No, Mike. Uh... Peter's drunk. Yes. Uh, no, um... Talking about... Yes. Mike. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, Mike. me and Mike. Yeah, that's what we're talking about. I thought you meant Meadows. But that, that, not that, Meadows. If I were at Meadows. Not Meadows. No, he's talking about... Mike. Who's Mike? Oh, Mike. Gay Mike? Yes. Me and Mike never got into argument. He you loved... got into argument dude, all the he time. He loved me. All the time. Uh, Mike. It was Alan? no, it was you Mike Allen loves me. You had no more arguments with him than you did ever do with whatever, Meadows. dude. Mike Allen and I have mutual respect for each other. Well, that that's debatable. Um, yeah, I'll ask Nick more than Colin, more than Colin or Meadows do. Yeah. Uh, um, Colin and Meadows have way more problems than, with me than I do. Now, what time is it? I'm still drinking. It's nine o'clock. Yeah, it's I'll take it. Nine o'clock. Wait, you're are you still drinking the Grove? It's nine o'clock, dude. Are you still drinking this? 
I don't have to be home till 10. How far are you on, on this? I don't know. Not very far. Halfway? No, well, keep even. drinking it. I mean, it's good, right? Yeah. It's like it's got a little bit of yeah. sour, right? Yeah. A little bit tang to it. It's low calorie. It's low calorie. It's easy drinking, right? No. You don't like it? No. I don't know. I mean, if I had to drink beer and it was low calorie, I would drink this. This is definitely... Oh, well, I mean... If I, I mean, was, lo, a low calorie beer, like... If that was my only option, yes. If this was my I, only yes, option in a low calorie beer, this would definitely be my go-to. Yeah. Uh, you are correct on that one, yes. You are correct, sir! Yeah. But I don't you know have, that, to, you know I don't have to drink that shit, because I got wait, that shit. Wait, you know who says you are correct, sir? You know what that is, right? No. Hey, dude, Johnny Carson and uh, who's the sidekick? Ed McMahon. Ed You're Ed McMahon. McMahon. You are correct, sir. Ed, Ed McMahon. Ed McMahon. Mm-hmm. Ed McMahon was a was the boss, man. He was oh, awesome. Yeah, he was. I love that Ed McMahon. Everybody loves Ed McMahon. Uh, who does the the uh, million dollar thing now? Instead of Ed oh, McMahon, God. some loser. Uh, who is it? Some loser. Um, uh, like some guy from like Dateline NBC. Yeah, no. Uh, some horrible dude. Ah, uh, dang it. Who does Publisher's He's on all the trash. On all the trash TV. Publisher's Clearinghouse. Yeah, trash TV. Hey, Google. Who does Publisher's Clearinghouse now? Some trash TV host. Are we done with the chapter? Or do we have one more church left? I don't remember. <laughs> what cha- what uh, verse I are we I gave up. Uh, hold on. Uh, Let's finish this out and get it done. Uh, I think we had one more. No. <coughs> Did we? Oh, yeah. All right, Thi- we got one more chapter left, right? Thi- uh, oh, one more church. One more chapter. Thyatria? What? Thi- Thyatria? Thyatira. Thyatira. Yeah, okay, Peter, give me it to give it to These me. are the words of the Son of God. Alright. Whose eyes are like blazing fire and whose feet are like burnished bronze. I know your deeds, your love and faith, your service and perseverance, and that you are doing more than you did at first. Nevertheless, I have this against you. You are tolerant than a woman, Jezebel. Oh, yes. Jezebel. Wait. You are tolerant... What? You are tolerant of the woman Jezebel. Yeah, you, tolerate. you are tolerant you tolerate that... the woman Jezebel. Oh, sorry. You are tolerant that woman Jezebel who calls herself a prophet. By her teaching, she misleads my servants into sexual immorality and the eating of food sacrificed to idols. I have given her time to repent of her immorality, but she is unwilling yeah. So I will cast her to a bed of suffering, and I will make those who commit adultery with suffer intensely. Yeah. Unless they repent of their ways. I will strike her children dead, then all the churches will know that I am he who searches hearts and minds. Yeah. And I will repay each of you according to your deeds. All right. Now, I say so to the rest of you in Thyrta, 
To you who do not hold to your teaching and have not learned Satan's so-called deep secrets, I will not impose any other burden on you except to hold on to what I have until I come. To the one who is victorious and those my will to the end, I will give authority to over the nations. And one, and, sorry, that one will rule them with an iron scepter and will dash them to pieces like pottery. Yeah. Just as I have received authority from the Father, I will also give that one, the morning star, whoever has ears, let them hear what the Spirit says to the churches. Okay, now we're done. That's it. That's a little... Okay. So, I mean, that one is very similar to the last one, right? The same thing. Y'all, Church did something good, but then the bad thing they did was they conformed to the culture, right? Yeah. And that story of Jezebel is another uh, recall from the Old Testament where Jezebel... Seriously? You guys know this? Anything about Jezebel? Did you spill any Yeah. Yes. Good boy. All right. What do you guys know about Jezebel? Uh, I, I know the modern connotation. Tell me. Jezebel is like a, like a, like a temptress, like a liar, like a, yep. like a, mm-hmm. a whore. She sleeps around. She's yep. a, yeah. It's a powerful woman. Yeah, I know. A it's a powerful woman that, um, in the, powerful woman, in the Old really? Testament, in the Old Testament, there was a, a, a pagan king named Ahab and Jezebel was basically he was a weak king and so she took over his rule as like his aide or whatever but she was like the real authority right so it was a powerful woman in a pagan uh, anti-Hebrew right um, context so same thing in this context though where where he's calling them out as practicing cultural like cultural assimilation right so Jesus is calling them out he's saying you have assimilated assimilated to the culture just as the last church did you did exactly what they do you you worship pagan deities right just like Jezebel Jezebel got the Hebrews to worship pagan altar, uh, worship at the pagan altars. Pretty much throughout the Old Testament, you have constantly this callback between um, the Jews turning away from God to pagan deities, right? Throughout the Old Testament. That's all it is. So this is just continuing that cycle, saying that... Um, the, the new Christian church, right? The first century Christian church was conforming to the, the modern culture, right? The contemporary Roman culture by uh, appealing to the, to the Roman deities to, um, for, you know, to, things that would benefit them for business, things that would benefit them for their personal life, you know? So they were, they were um, caught up in just these dumb little meaningless ceremonies, right? I 
I mean, it's the same thing as the last church we just talked about. You, you had the early Christians conforming to the culture, right? And if you're conforming to the culture, in effect, you are, um, you're sinning against God, right? Because you're putting that culture above God. You're worshiping that culture rather than God. So, modern churches, do they do the same thing? Do we put our culture ahead of worshiping God? Do we worship our culture? Do we put our culture and its interests first? I would say we conform our culture. But we conform to our culture. Yeah. To essentially put that above our interests. Yeah. Which is essentially is Hillsong. Yeah. yeah. They conform to the culture. Yeah. And put the organization's interest above the individual interest. Yeah. Or God's interest in, in this context. Yeah. So modern, our modern Christian church. What is the ultimate authority of the modern Christian church? Is the modern Christian church uh, interested in worshiping God first, or is the modern Christian church interested in worshiping whatever the trends of the culture are? Yeah, is it more concerned about depends having, on the church having a full church? Yeah, having having attendees. Yeah, but are we concerned about whether we're woke? Or are we concerned whether we are faithful to God's word? Obviously, there's always varying degrees. I think we're pretty, pretty good about yeah. not catering. But yeah, every, uh, every church is different. Yeah. Yeah, but even in our church, you see the tendency to uh, not offend, right? Not offend gay people. Not offend. Uh, Teenagers like your son, that are that are feminists or whatever. <laughs> well, okay. Uh, so when feminism comes up, I I always ask the question, "Tell me what feminism means." Mm-hmm. That men and women should have equal rights. Then yes, I'm a feminist. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And when they turn into another shit, no, nope. I'm out. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it comes down to context. Yeah, that's the problem. Is that they they take a term that we all agree with and they twist it into the shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, but I mean, it's interesting that throughout history, like all these movements that were geared towards feminism, like they were led by people that um, were obviously like countercultural countercultural people that hated they hated Christianity they hated um, the family unit right yeah
I mean, if your whole if your whole agenda is built on destroying um, destroying culture as you know it, the current culture, the contemporary culture, yeah. or built on destroying tradition, right? Yeah. Um, whoa, that's crazy. Cats. Oh, kitty cat. Meow. I mean, a lot of the, um, damn, like the major, like, uh, the, the major, uh, figureheads that were interested in communism, fascism, you know, any kind of ism in the 20th yeah. century. Yeah. These were radical, radical people that hated Christianity. Oh, yeah. They hated Christianity. They hated uh, anything, tra- the traditional family unit, right? Yes. They hated, they wanted to overturn it, right? Yes. Like, yeah, because and the, so, the state had to be superordinate. Yeah. And, I mean, it... If you think, if you just take everything in its historical context, I think more people would see things my way than they would whatever the contemporary culture is. Well, yeah, because people don't know that. Because as far as any 20-year-old is concerned, history started 21 years ago. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) That's true. Yeah. That's the problem. People don't people don't know anything. It's embarrassing. Yeah. yeah. I wish we had Mike Meadows. That's why we need Mike Meadows here, or mm-hmm. who else? Jason. Even Jason. Need we Tyler. need Jason. We need mm-hmm. another voice. We need Tyler for you. Mm-hmm. Eddie. I liked Eddie too. Eddie, we need an Eddie voice. He, he caught my cold. Here to contradict me, to interject, and even like Kara. I want Kara and I want um, Becky. I want Kara. I want Becky here to contradict me. You know, we, that's what we need. Okay, bring him Do in. It. Bring him in. Bring him in. Yeah, why not? Who else? Do it. Who else can come through? Oh, Garcia is good at that mm-hmm. too. Well, Garcia like. He's got the Catholic point of view. So. Yeah, but he's he, he seems to have like an uh, generally objective point of view that he, he brings to things. And then Pope can present his point of view. We need the multiplicity of yeah, voices. I agree. I agree. Not just the three amigos where we're just pushing yeah. Peter. Amigos. We're tired of yeah. pushing Peter to believe everything huh. we believe. Peter it's is all the bullshit. Peter is what? The Steve are you the Steve Martin or the uh what? I'm Chevy. Yeah. Okay. I'm Martin Short. Obviously. <laughs> no, I'm Martin Short. Ah, <laughs> fuck you, I'm Martin Short. I'm Martin Short. I love Martin Short. <laughs> You're Steve Martin. <laughs> fuck you, Steve You're Martin. Steve Martin. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I wanna I'm be Martin, Martin Short. Short. I wanna I'm be Martin, Martin Short. Short, bitch. Uh, that's why oh I wait, that starts next week. Uh, it starts next week. Wait, what does what? what? Three Amigos is back? Oh, the the Martin only, Short? only killers in oh, the Oh yeah, that's a good show. Yes, yeah, this is Okay, let's show. end on that note. <laughs> <laughs>
Wait, what should we call this episode? Only killers in this building. Only killers in this building. What are we gonna call this episode, guys? Yeah, fuck you. Fuck you, Revelation 2. Fuck you, Revelation 2. Okay. Goodbye.